target. Stay on target. <laughs> okay, it's happening. All We're right. back. Woohoo! Uh, with our new episode of We Have a Name for This. Yes. Right? Yes. It is. Let me see if I can remember what it is. <laughs> is it? It's a, easy. Oh, a heart to heart, heart to heart. Exactly. That's a good name. Yeah. Okay. Can yeah, you see yeah. all right? You, how's your field of vision here? It's it's okay. What I mean, I have to over? sort of like peek around. Okay. Oh, I'm supposed to say what you're eating when you step away from the mic, which right now was some. Um, <laughs> I got in my head and I don't remember what they're called. Okay. I'm sorry. We're have, I'll have to pick it up next time. Razzles. Um, so it was close, close to razzles. Okay. Uh, so I'm excited to be back with you. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, we just watched another uh, episode of Heart to Heart, which has a very special place in your heart. <laughs> it if it does. Not, if I'm not mistaken. It right? does. This is where it began. This is the episode called, I believe, Death in the Fast Lane? Uh, no, Slow Lane. Slow Lane. Death in the Slow Lane. So it's a double turnaround <laughs> pun. Surely make you lose your mind. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hilarious. My son hates the solo in that. I hate that. that song, yeah, he's not the wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> just something about the sound of that song is so. <laughs> it's just something like all the time. There's something like, like primally wrong with it. You know what I mean? It's just, right. it's just like biologically aggravating. Yeah. By the way, he probably just made 12 cents just by us bringing it up just now. Probably. Yeah. 12 cents he doesn't need at this point. (laughs) Um, Yes, death in the slow lane. Yeah, so tell me for a minute a little about, like, this is what got you, like, hooked on Heart to Heart. Yeah, and just seeing it again, (laughs) just like last week, stepping into the, like, let's break it down moment, I just don't even know where to begin. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. So, you know, this all began because my husband likes to put on <laughs> whatever crazy thing he can land on while he's surfing around on TV. Uh-huh. And he landed on the heart to heart at one one night. And I and I look up and my initial thought was like, God, I loved this show as a kid, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. And um we were watching it and I was like, This really is terrible. <laughs> this is this show is really bad. And I was finding no you know, joy in it whatsoever mm-hmm. <laughs> in the watching of it. And then um, and then later that night, we had gone to bed, and I'm just laying in bed. And at one point, I said, wait, so are they detectives? <laughs> he goes, uh, no, they're not. <laughs> I'm like, that's the craziest damn show I've ever heard of. Just so happened, of course, that like a week later, or whatever it was, he's flipping around and again lands on the heart-to-heart, and it was this episode. <laughs> and... I mean, there's so much <laughs> completely out there goofiness. I mean, you've got the costuming is insane. Why do you have like 1920s regalia or not 20s, whatever it's supposed sure, to be? Sure, it's probably 20s. Or yeah, 30s, yeah, you know, in your closet, it was just you know amazing to me. And the fact that you know it made this big deal about buying her a gift, but but the gift she has to go get herself at some freighter. I mean, like, there was just like element after element was so insane that uh, at, by the end I'm like, all right, I'm in, I'm yeah. in. And this so this was the episode that completely got you <laughs> won hurt. me over. Yeah. So the basic premise, and we'll is. 
Mr. Hart is in London on a business trip. And by London, I mean downtown L.A. Right. And I have two pairs of glasses. I, I just noticed that. This is ridiculous. Um, I want you to wear one right over the other. <laughs> That's when I really, when we dig in deep, I wear the two. <laughs> I put on a second pair of glasses. Right. Uh, I'll also give you a magnifying glass. Excellent idea. Maybe a monocle, too, or one of those uh, jewelry loops. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yes. Uh, yes. The monocle um, only when we get to a really surprising part so it can pop out. <laughs> there will be some of those. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mr. Hart goes to London, buys his wife some kind of antique car, which she has no interest in. Right. And then some uh, nefarious characters... Maybe the least intimidating nefarious characters we've ever come across. <laughs> right. Uh, follow them to the U.S. for to try to uh, get the car from them. Um, any means possible. Any means possible uh, for reasons unknown to us until the very end of the episode. Right. Right. Or maybe ever. Right. Maybe not even at the end of the episode. Right. So, yeah, that was maybe some of the weakest like <laughs> plot. Structure which fits in, sure. Yeah, uh, so one thing I think I want to mention first off is we didn't watch the whole intro this time. I accidentally pushed the skip intro button, you know, of the because it is murder or whatever it is, right? (laughs) Right, um, but I I still I'm I'm thinking you and I, yeah, with some assistance from some of our friends, are going to do a shot by shot remake. (laughs) Of the inter- can Coach be Max? Can we do that? Can he be? Uh, I think he could. I mean, he's, he's got the you cap. really have. He does have the cap. Uh, I'm sure we could dig out some, some suspenders. That's right. Uh, but maybe we're going to do a shot by shot remake of the intro yeah. of video. Maybe if like we get to, I don't know, like a thousand listeners or something like that, we'll, <laughs> that'll that, be the that'll be the motivate, right? That'll yeah. be the thing, the threshold yeah, that we I like it. kick it in. That's our yeah. <laughs> Go to our Patreon page or whatever it's called, and, and you can. By the way, just cruising around a little bit re- recently, yeah. uh, someone had sent. Oh, I remember. So some friend had sent me a link to someone who had done the shot by shot. Yeah. And then that also linked me to yet someone else who had done the shot by shot. So, I mean, I feel like the bar is at least to the knees for us to try to beat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We might have to try to pull this off. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I have to watch it with that in mind because I don't know all the different shots. Yeah. The underwater kissing shot, though, that is probably pretty tough to pull off. (laughs) Every time I see it, I think, who the hell is like, Yeah. But we need a pool. I don't know. That's complicated. <laughs> we'll figure well, it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. There's also, actually, the one that really also stands out is I believe there's an explosion at some point. Mm. All right. We'll think about that. Yeah. We'll come back to that. That's, sure. a, that's, a, that's a project, I yeah, think. Yeah, I like it. I feel like we, if we think about, like, how would you do it if you were doing a junior high play yeah. of the thing? Like, that yeah. might be the, the way to think about right. um, the effects and all that stuff. Yeah, I like that. So, like, maybe it's a bunch of streamers fly out <laughs> rather than... Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like a box of Fruit Loops and we just throw <laughs> the stuff up in the air or something like that. Right. Yeah. That's Perfect. a good idea. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> episode begins 
Well, this is, I think, one of, I'm going to guess this is a favorite part of yours, this a favorite motif, which is Max watching the hearts do his job, right? Yes. So Mrs. Hart is <laughs> doing some plumbing, fixing the kitchen sink. Yeah. While Max is literally standing by smoking a cigar and watching her do it. Correct. And giving her some critique on it. Right? Right. Right. And then she has the obligatory, like, smears of uh, dirt or grease on her face. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, I know they're not real big on continuity in that show, but which change from shot to shot of her. Right. (laughs) Right. I will say this about her. She's uh, resourceful. Yes. She was a journalist. Oh, was she? Was that her job? Apparently, yes. Okay. Uh, and then she's like kind of uh, plucky. She's like uh, like she's like she's under there. She's not griping about fixing the kitchen sink. She's she's proud of herself. Yeah, she's, she's, she's just getting, doing it. She's, she's happy just, to do it. Yeah, she rejoices in the work. This is I just hit on my new idea: the Zen of heart to heart. This is where <laughs> I'm going to analyze it from the lens of uh, of Zen Buddhism. Yeah, she seems to be. In the moment, right, and enjoying the work for its own sake and the reward of just you know chopping wood and carrying water. Now, I would like to interject that yes. she's actually a character and not a person, and that character was written by probably a room full of white men <laughs> who who maybe hate their wives and <laughs> they made a very nice character. <laughs> Yeah, they did. I like her. She's and, got the most. I mean, she so far. I mean, I've only watched two up. Ep- we've only watched two episodes, but like right. far and away the best character. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, for he's sure. fine, but she's yeah. she's great. Yeah, agreed. Um, I would also like to follow up with her plumbing. <laughs> I mean, you know, mm-hmm. um, that she was it as it turned out maybe unclogging the drain. And was doing so with a wrench underneath the That's right. sink. That's right. <laughs> which... Right, which then bubbled up and backed up, even though nothing new had been Correct. poured down. It. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe needs a little more work on her plumbing skills. But, um, so then we cut to Mr. Hart in sunny London. Mm-hmm. Did you catch, this is going to be my um, uh, thread, one of my threads through this episode is the key, the musical cue that while he was there, it was like the heart-to-heart theme, but kind of like oh, an a 007 that. kind of I missed that. Motif. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I did notice later in the fight scene in the driveway, it's the heart-to-heart theme, but like a particularly kinetic version. Yeah. But I did not notice that earlier. That's good. So right. it's it's London, and you know this because three like English bobbies, policemen, walk by him in the twenty feet that it takes him to go from his vehicle or whatever he got there in into the showroom of this car dealership. Right. <laughs> and then while he's in, another one or two pass. Yes, another one or two pass. <laughs> Basically, every shot that includes the exterior, there's a bobby walking by. Like, or the or the red bus. Yes, or the, sometimes both. Yeah, right. Right? Right. And However, don't look at the traffic. Because it's all American cars. 
<laughs> right. Driving on the right side of the road. Correct. It's so clearly downtown Los Angeles. It's, right. it's beyond. I mean, like they we're just like we don't have time for this. Like we're just gonna just get some stock footage of Big Ben. They did have some open. nice B roll to yeah. open it up, right? Yes, yes. But mind you, you didn't see the front of Jonathan during True. any of yeah. True. True. Uh, it's great. It's yeah. great. And then while Mr. Hart is sizing up this car that he's enamored with and wants to buy for Mrs. Hart. Yes. The criminals show up dressed in like uh, Bugsy Malone, like 1920s wear. Even though it's 1979 or whatever it is, or 80, right? right? But everyone in... Right. She's got the hat that kind of tips over one eye. Right. And he's got the... It's like Dick Tracy shiz, Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) Right. Like, why are they dressed like this? 70s London was not... Right. And I think that they... I'd be interested to know when they shot what... um, Scene because in this in these opening scenes of this couple, the accent is really really loose and like very kind American. of like very clearly American with like maybe just a light misting sure. of an English accent. But like way at you know by the end, it's right. really strong. So I'm curious if they had to like warm up right. <laughs> like throughout the shooting, right. or if they started with some of those ending things and by the end they were like, oh god, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great point. <laughs> They just got tired. They're like, is it lunch yet? Can we break for it? I'm hungry. Um, right. So it's a his and her. It's like sort of a husband wife ish. Yeah. Ish. Uh, Who knows? Right. I'm not speculating on the exact nature of their relationship, but right. is this couple um, who are the, I mean, clearly they're going to be the, the, the suspicious characters, right? right. From the get go. Right. Right. With their suspicious accents. <laughs> And get-ups. Right. And so they go into the dealership and get into a bidding war with Mr. Hart. Just like they just kind of like walk in, mm-hmm. look at the car, and they're like... And then they, they quadruple the price, right. I think, on the car between them, and them bidding against Mr. Hart. And then they let him... So here's something I don't understand. <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert. The car has a secret. Right. I don't think we... I don't think anybody cares if we talk about exactly what's going on. Yeah, I, the, the, I the car is basically a CB radio, it turns out. Or it's like a ham radio. Right. Why it had to be built into a car from the 20s, we'll never know. Right. Yeah. It is, it is a right? really odd Why choice. would you... If you want... Like... The, <laughs> It's true. Like, why? Why do you need to do that? And it's not like it works as is. You have to take the goddamn car apart <laughs> exactly. to build it back up into this thing that looks like something you'd see yeah. in like a folk artist's front lawn <laughs> in the bio. Yes, perhaps, perhaps <laughs> like, like like on a rope, like you know, strings like dangling, so it could turn in the breeze. Yeah. <laughs> so right. Like, or in a bed of flowers. Right. Right. So yeah, why? Why did it have to have anything to do with a car? I would have been. Lo- I would have loved. To- we got to get a writer on this show. We do. <laughs> like, where, where did they start and end? Right. And- <laughs> right. Right. 
So, <laughs> and then if you are spoiler, they're some kind of like they're Russian operatives. Yeah, right. Well, they didn't have the Russian act. Yeah, you, I would expected a, a reveal, right. of especially the, back then. Yeah, right. I would have expected a reveal of the Russian accent right. at the end. We didn't get that. No, it was like just the strongest British accent that we yes. got in the entire show was at the end. Right. When we found out they were Russian. So <laughs> She maybe, can't do a Russian accent. May, what do you want her to do? Maybe it's like Sean Connery in uh, Red Dingus, what it's called? October? Uh, yes, Hunt yeah. for Red October, right? Yeah. Where he's like, I'll be doing my Scottish accent. <laughs> you know, even though he's Russian, right? right. I, if I saw it, I don't remember it at all. You should watch it because he. You know that like when they like signed him up, he's like, "I'm not doing the accent." <laughs> right, Alex, I'm not doing the accent. Right. He's like, "I'm just going to do my right. Scottish accent, and yeah, people it's will enough. read it as Russian." I'll be right. stern enough that people mm-hmm. will. My acting will convey Russo right. qualities. Right, right. It's enough. <laughs> exactly. I'm Sean Connery. It's enough. Right. So. <laughs> Here's my thing. If they're the Russian operatives, and this is their high, they're willing to apparently kill for this technology. Yeah. And the, the, but the they one person the bidding. Like, then why wouldn't you just bid a little more? Like, right? Like, oh, I guess no. We'll stop at eighty thousand. Like, you were willing to bid sixty thousand. But or, like, or how the about Kremlin this? told you, like, listen, if you go over ninety, it's coming out of your pocket. I was going to say they have an expense. This whole operation, to- <laughs> exactly. They've got an expense account. The budget for this operation, like, mm. yeah. I know we already spent this money on the outfits, so now we can only go to eighty on the car. We got to stop. Or <laughs> riddle me this. Yeah. How about intercept the delivery of the car? Unbelievable. It's just sitting on so, a fucking freighter. <laughs> Not so, even in packaging. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. It wasn't even bubble wrapped or anything, like nothing. In Didn't fact, even have a tarp. <laughs> and in fact, when she came to pick it up, they could have just grabbed it right then. It's like now it's off the boat and on. <laughs> so they're at the dealer, right? And then my favorite part is after Mr. Hart like cuts the deal. Yeah. The guy... For no apparent reason. So, Mr. Hart is, he's dressed up as Jonathan Hart. Right. Right? Like, maybe even more so. The tweed thing and the yeah. shirt and the ascot and the whatever and the... the pinky like, ring. Pinky ring and he's 50 years old and whatever. And the guy at, the guy who's selling high-end cars to people, he's in a high-end car shop, right? He's, right. The right. guy's selling antique vehicles in London. So, clearly his demographic, his market is... Rich people, right, right? Right, Mr. Hart's like going to leave the office, and the guy goes, apropos of nothing, you don't happen to be in the rock and roll business, do you? I forgot about like, that. What about Jonathan Hart says rock and roll, 70s rock and roll? And also buying an antique car. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. He's not like a guy who went in there in like bell bottoms and like a bunch of chains and bought this car, right? With long hair, he's he looks like Jonathan Hart, right? And he's Jonathan Hart, and he bought that car. Yeah, that is a completely out there and then, line. And then Mr. Hart makes a little like mini like a raise the roof gesture, like a knowing raise the roof gesture, as if to say something. I don't even know what that was supposed to. 
don't know. I don't know. That it was baffling. Yeah, that was baffling. It's one of the many mysteries of Heart to Heart. So <laughs> that, then the so then the people, the nefarious characters, yeah, who could have just done many things. They could have gone to the dock. They could have yeah. whatever. They want to find out where Mister Hart's taking the car, right? Right. So, oh. The lady, the lady criminal, lady yeah. spy. Yeah, oh, Louise. Great memory, Louise. Thank Louisa? You. Louisa. Louisa. I was going to say Louisa actually right. sounds kind of right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they lose the bidding, she jams the heel of her shoe into Mister Hart's foot, in which a, in a like to to show her, uh, you know, her displeasure with losing the bidding. That's also completely. I, I, can you imagine right. a, a quote unquote civilized person doing right. that in the showroom of a like after buying an $80,000 car and $79? It's so, bizarre. So she does that. <laughs> then, so we say that by way of like, there's, there are many premises under which the. Uh, the nefarious people could have gotten access to Mr. Hart's address. Right. right? Mm-hmm. They could have grabbed him and been like, you know what, I'm really sorry. We'd like to send you a little gift. Can I get your name and address? Or if we're ever in America, we'd love to come just take a ride with you in the car. Or any number, right? There's a million ways they could have done this. Right. They could have told that to the dealer. Like, I feel bad I stepped on dude's foot. Can we just have his address so I could send him a card? Yeah. Etc. But instead, they kill the guy, the dealer, to then go through his papers and get the address, which he just, like, she couldn't have been like, hey, can you show me another car? And the guy stays behind and, like, just looks through the, because it's the top paper on his desk. It's the car he just sold. Right. And and back to the continuity, five seconds before, there were other people in the office, in the background. Yeah, you pointed that out, right? Yeah. They scattered. They smelled danger. Right. Right. So they kill <laughs> the dealer guy um, to get Mr. Hart's address. Yeah. Right? And then the game is afoot. Mr. Hart goes back. Or did he go back to the U.S. or did he just call her from London and no, say? No, no, no. No. Then the next scene is, for whatever reason, she is using correct to tape on a typewriter oh, in yeah. her bedroom. and. Right. She's got some nice uh, for silk, whatever reason. silk pajamas. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> we don't know what she's typing, but she's and literally you, typing on a typewriter at the, end of her, at the foot of her bed. Yes. That's all you need to know. Right. And then they bring in, like, Trey with her coffee for her morning, her yeah. birthday morning breakfast. Yeah. Which I really have such a problem with because she just looks at the tray and Max says, it's too early for cake, which I call a giant bullshit on <laughs> in my house. Right. Cake is for breakfast on your birthday, period. Sure. <laughs> like, too early. Okay. Also, too early for cake. You see what people eat for breakfast? <laughs> Have you heard of donuts? I was going to say, is everything is cake. cake. Everything's cake. Pancakes. <laughs> Fucking Lucky Charms Waffles? is cake. Exactly. It's all cake. Right. <laughs> Yeah, instead, like a gigantic, you know, uh, cup of coffee is. <laughs> like, no, okay. Right. That's better. Right. <laughs> At it, least cake, you're getting some grains. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ridiculous. So then uh, 
Right. Mr. Hart gives her the receipt for the car and is like, I got to go. You can go pick this up now at the port of Los Angeles. Which, by the way, that's really also... San Pedro. Nice. Yeah. Which also, a super bullshit birthday is like, I got you a present. You got to go to the fucking docks to go get it. Exactly. (laughs) But... Mrs. She's Hart game. is pretty cheerful, right? She's pretty like she's not she doesn't love it, but she'll go she'll do it, right? Right. right. She's a little I like the, she doesn't hold a grudge really. She'll express her, her yeah. displeasure with it, yeah. but then she's like, "Okay, well, yeah. I guess I'm going to make the best of this." It's sort of like how I am with the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a constant like, "Wait, what?" All right. <laughs> It's true. It is. <laughs> I am Mrs. It's Hart. true. That's true. You are. You are. So, Mrs. H drives with Max to the place. She's driving a sweet car, too. Not the yeah. usual Mrs. Hartmobile, not the convertible uh, yeah. Benz, but the Benz wagon in like a yeah. deep banana yellow. Yeah, and I dig right? it. Yeah, I dig it. Oh, that was a beautiful car. Yeah. We'll have to look and do a little more research. There's a bunch of beautiful cars in this show. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even really a car person, but that's right. that's a beautiful car. Yeah. She drives down to the docks. I hope that the other beautiful car that you're thinking of is the cop car. That's one of them. Okay. That's one of them. Yeah, the Adam 12 car. The powder blue Ford LTD oh, is also yeah, on the yeah, list. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then the lime yeah. green, whatever that thing yeah. was that was in the garage at the end. Yeah, you're right. And the the surf green van, the seafoam blue van. Yeah, I stand corrected. There was a lot of good stuff. Oh, so good. <laughs> so she drives with Max because someone's got to drive the other. The, sure. But she doesn't know that it's Max goes with her. Yeah, I guess because we're going to the docks. Her. Yeah, you got to bring a little muscle. Who the hell's, yeah, right. And by that I mean Max had to bring her. I was just gonna say which one's the muscle. I think it's clearly Jennifer Hart. Right. <laughs> to pick up the car, Duder happens to be there with the clipboard with her paperwork yeah. or handy of all the things on the giant freighter ship. Yeah, right. And then it's like, oh, they're pulling it off now, right? Yeah. The crane is taking the car, as you point out. The car is not in a crate. The car is not under a tarp. It's just the car. Yeah, it's an eighty thousand dollars car, and it's just out in the, you know, in, in the sea At air. Sea, right. Yeah. <laughs> they lift it off, take the hooks off, and Mrs. Hart's like, "What the?" Yeah, she's, she's not like, so into it. All right, well, let's crank it up. I guess we'll drive home. Which, uh, how, it was an immediate, like, getting in the car to drive it without a, like, wait, is this drivable? (laughs) Or, like, She just went for it, right? (laughs) Should we be getting a tow truck to bring it back? Or, like, a flatbed? I would have thought, right, I would have thought it through. Like, what do you think the move is here? Like, is this thing gassed up? Are we ready to go? Do we just... Not She's like, I'm just going for it. Let's just try it. (laughs) Right. Right. And then... Oh, I guess this is... I was like, well, why does it have to break down on the way home? Mm-hmm. But I guess it has to break down so that when they do eventually get it home, the mechanic guy who happens to be at their house already working on a different car... Yeah. ...can look at it and find out that it's not really a vintage car. It's been right. refurbished right. Like with new parts. Which, by the way, the word he used, the mechanic uses the word renovated. 
Did he really? Yes. Yes. I said it out loud after he said it. <laughs> this also brings us to one of the many points, although I think the breakfast serving may have been the first one. The many unbuttoned shirts of Jonathan Hart, which might be a supercut video. I, I like that. I mean, it was like down. It was way it was, down. So there's the top button on a dress shirt. Sure. And there's the one below that. Mm-hmm. And there's the one below that. Right. All of those are unbuttoned. Yes, he's got all of them unbuttoned. And at some points, maybe even one more. Maybe a th- aside from the top button, maybe yeah. a third regular button. Yeah. Now, there's a point at which you think, I don't know if it was out there in the driveway when the car first gets home, where you think that she buttons one of his buttons, and I think she unbuttons one of his buttons. <laughs> okay. It could just be wishful thinking. <laughs> right. Right. But his array of unbuttoned shirts, I just want to take a moment here to (laughs) comment that, like, dude has some nice shirts, right? They're clearly high-end shirts. Sure. Clearly well-tailored and whatnot. Maybe a little too well-tailored. Maybe. There's a little little tug. There's a little tug. (laughs) Right. And the... But he never wears an undershirt, yeah. which is totally uncivilized. <laughs> right. It's like, is was he it of the time? It might have been of the time because everybody wanted to show the chest. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. That might be what it was. Rod I mean, Stewart-y. it's just not good for the right. It's just not good for the long term health of your clothes. Does he care? No, because right, you're right. He's got a zillion dollars. He probably just has more new shirts made. Right. Right. Like, if he pits one out, like, so be it. He just turns it into a rag for washing one of his cars, right? Right. I guess that's the thing. You're right. A, he's rich. Yeah. So he doesn't really have to, like, conserve his shirts. And B, it was of the time. Yeah. You're right. Like the dry luck and whatnot. There was that one shot. Oh, it's later when they're on the couch talking to the nefarious people. There's, like, a super chest reveal. He's got four buttons for sure undone in that one. For sure. That's I mean, a, it was it was shocking. Yes, yes. I mean, I feel like the, it was the, more shocking than when he wasn't wearing a shirt at all. <laughs> I have to agree. Right? I have to agree. <laughs> when the when the camera turned to him and he had the four buttons, I think both of us were like, like, "Whoa!" It's like, was it basic instinct? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, the. The shtick when Mrs. Hart is driving home on the highway and they some other couple, a couple, man and woman, pull up yeah. next to them while they're in parallel while they're driving in a convertible. Yes. And the wife says, nice body on that thing or something like that, right? Yeah. And then, or great looking body. And, yeah, and, whatever, and yeah. The, and the Along guy says, right. And the car doesn't look bad either. Yeah. <laughs> I like that the guy's wife teed him up for that bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> 70s gold. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel as though, um, <laughs> you know, with all of the stuff yeah. like that, it's, it's one of those where um, that is the um, clues to the audience that they're a very... Um, desirable couple. Yes, so, like, right. even if you don't think that, that's right. If they just hammer it, that's right. Enough, that's y- right. you'll start thinking. That. Which I think is necessary in a lot of shows and yeah. movies. Like, I think there's a lot of things where I'm like, I don't get it. Is this supposed to be the good-looking person? They're like, well, clearly it is, right? Because everybody right. says that. Yeah, right. They are. Yeah. Um, 
That's a very good point. That's a very good. That's some. That's some good analysis. Uh, then we see around this time, I think after they get back to the house, yeah. Uh, and there's some kind of like the mechanic reveals the renovation. We right. see the seafoam green van for the first time with curtains. Yes. It's great. It's a beautiful van. Um, and the uh, van parks right across the street from them. They live somewhere. I don't really know L.A. very well, but they're right. clearly living in some kind of like hilly, like residential area that's right. not a well-trafficked street. Right. And I mean, they've got a, you know, a big house with like yeah. gates that have a big H on. I mean, like, right. it's a swanky Everybody area. around there, nobody's doing street parking on that <laughs> residential neighborhood, right. right? Everybody's got a... However... Like got. Nobody parks on the street, right? They park in their driveways and <laughs> their garages. But they park the seafoam green van to stake out the house right across from the gate. And, and as I said, this is a recurring trope that is hilarious. Which that, is? That the, whoever the bad guy is, whatever, there's a constant stakeout right across the street from their house. Oh, is that right? Is this yeah, happening? Yeah, like you will see it a lot, that they'll just park right across. Street. Maybe it's marked like stakeout parking here, right? <laughs> Reserved for stakeout for criminal Maybe. stakeouts. I mean, wouldn't you at some point if it's <laughs> a couple of times, wouldn't a camera go out there? Wouldn't uh You would think so. Wouldn't you start like checking? Uh, you know, right. wouldn't there be some paranoia like, oh, is there a car there? That, exactly. <laughs> oh, another van, cool. That van was also <laughs> We're is in for the, some hijinks. Is it the green one? Oh, it's a different one. Yeah. <laughs> the the van is tricked out with a sweet audio system inside of yes. a surveillance system, like very high end, like a recording studio level yeah. thing with the giant reel to reel tape, which apparently you had to have. <laughs> right. Um, great rig. Great rig. Um, and I love the the bug, the microphone, which is in the tree inside the heart's gate. Yeah. And we don't know yeah. how and when. Like, and how why did the right CIA there? guy even know that, like, the hearts had this car? Like, how would... Because the bad guys haven't been there yet. Right. So how would they even know to stake out their house? That part I don't understand. It is not to question. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> they put the bug in, the, in that tree, which, yeah, also is... Sure. <laughs> it's funny on its own. And also, um, <laughs> beyond your point, that's the one place where people are going to stand to have conversations. <laughs> that's right. Because it was. Sure. They were right, right there. there. They were right there. <laughs> These guys know what they're doing. They're professionals. <laughs> um, a minor detail that I just noticed, like, I don't know why this struck me, but like, their mailbox has a pheasant painted on it. <laughs> A male yes. pheasant. Yes. <laughs> you know what we need to do? We need to find this house. Yes. 3100. Yeah. They had the address in the thing. 3100. That's where it really is. But we can. When I did some research on our last episode, the yes. haunted house, yeah. I found out where the haunted house is. Like ah. It's somewhere on the web you can find like, okay. where that. That's like a known house where things were. <laughs> right. Films were made. In, oh, really? In okay. So, yeah, we could probably find the Hart's house. All right. That'd be good. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good road trip, too. Yeah, I like it. Um, Max actually did a bit of work in that scene. 
he was busy cranking oh, the that's engine. that's right. And then he nearly had a heart attack. Yes. I mean, well, it wasn't even the in focus. He's a three-piece suit while he's doing it with a cap and a tie. So, like... <laughs> yeah, and then when he was done, it wasn't even a focus. Like, it wasn't even part of the story to, like, see him and think, like, oh, my God. You know, it was, it was really concerned if he was on the side. You know, the focus was on Jonathan and Jennifer. And he's, <laughs> like, totally I bet you the actor guy was actually, like, what the fuck? Like, I'm roasted. Why do I have to do this scene in a three-piece suit? That might have been genuine <laughs> exhaustion on his part. He, it looked genuine. It really did. <laughs> he looked uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, Max's clothes not tailored in quite the same way that Jonathan Hart's are. He didn't look. He didn't look like he was doing great in that scene. Yeah, for no. Real. So no. that's either some very good acting. His hair was all akimbo. Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> it definitely was akimbo. It definitely was akimbo. Um, I have a note here about the chest reveal yeah. and the powder blue Ford LTD. Who? Oh, because the, the nefarious couple drove the powder right. blue Ford right. LTD. Right. And then showed up at the house. Right. To try to be like, I'm here to apologize for like stomping on you and like, well, now will you sell us the car? Right. Right. And then that was the entire, like, it was a civilized meeting of, yes, of like, drinks in the afternoon. It was. But it was just that. And then they were like, okay, goodbye. And left. Which it was is like also- half a drink. Right. Yeah. It was basically like, so great to see you. Uh, how about the car? How about 100 grand? Yeah. And we then happen Mr. to be in from like, London. We'll have to think about it. Yeah. I wonder what his instinct was. Like, I mean, he had a very good, he was very... He had good instincts to to resist that sale because at, at that, that point. point they knew he knew it was fake, right? Oh, and then he was like, right? Yeah. Why, why? would they want the yeah. to pay so much for the fake car? There must be something going on here. Can I just say though? Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. Just I guess, take the money. I guess. Take the deal. Do the deal. Why do you care? That's a great point. Although I guess, I guess you know that's that's, that's why he's thing. a wealthy you know dude is that he's got he's got some. But that's also instincts. why he, I mean he's a hobbyist like investigator. That's his thing, right? <laughs> true, true. Like what episode is this? I can't remember. In the order, yeah, I think it was five or six ish. All right, so they have a few early mysteries under their belt. So yeah, yeah he's got a taste for it now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little taste. He's got a beak wet. Um, <laughs> right. I'm gonna try to use that in every. Episode. I was gonna say that's one of my favorites. It's so good. I like that one, and I also have a real <laughs> fondness for as the crow flies, and I don't really know why. But I really let's work that in. All right, let's work that in. Um, I've got a bird thing going on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Any variation of like, like I'm gonna wet my beak in this deal, or I get your beak wet, like any formulation, (laughs) yes, it's good. Yeah, it really delivers. Agreed. It's funnier and fun. I don't know why it's so funny to me as time goes on. I also think of those little things from the seventies. Yes, yes, the the drinking bird. bird. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we might need to get one of those. Yeah, I like it. That might be the official mascot of our podcast. I don't know how we work it in, but basically we have that thing doing the thing. Um, Right. 
Mrs. Hart, we'll talk, let's talk a little wardrobe for a second. Yeah. The criminal lady, we only got a quick glimpse at it, and it's oh, only yeah. in that one scene when yeah. they leave the Hart's house, and they're outside, and they're like, yeah. grr. And, <laughs> but she had some kind of incredible like rainbow belt or yeah, something like Yeah, it's like, like some that. macrame yes. action that I actually immediately thought of my friend Michael. I think that he might have something to say yeah, about Michael, that belt. F- f- Michael, <laughs> thanks for listening. Future guest on the show. We're going to have you on soon. Yeah, for sure. Um <laughs> Yeah, so Michael, if you could watch this episode, please, and maybe freeze frame and see if you can get us a more detailed analysis of that. Because we both, it's just on for like a second or maybe, two. Maybe, yeah. But we both commented on it immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, that belt. <laughs> totally. That's something. That's Mike. I'm going to put that in my Etsy shop. All right. <laughs> Mrs. Hart rocking the banded collar, too. Yeah, yeah. Pretty great, Michael. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you about that one. So then... Later, just the husband of the nefarious people returns in the same powder blue Ford LTD and parks right in front of their house. Right. That's where you park. If you want to mess with the hearts. Here's the other thing I didn't think about. She's not there. Mrs. Nefarious isn't there, right? Louisa. Yeah. So he pulls up and parks in front in the powder blue Ford LTD, and he gets out and he's wearing like a cat burglar outfit, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Then he goes into the gate, attempts to steal the car. Yeah. So he was going to drive off in the antique car, right? Leaving apparently his <laughs> powder blue Ford LTD out front, yeah, so that they could identify who stole the car. Right. Like, what was his plan there? He wasn't thinking it through. Somebody wasn't thinking it through. <laughs> so then they get into like there's a great fight scene with the theme song. I did notice the theme song yeah. there. Yeah, between Mr. Hart's stunt double. <laughs> And yes. the other guy's stunt double. Right. Where Mr. Hart's like, at one point is just like, eh, and he just like gives up on the fight. And yeah. then he's like, okay, I'll go chase him out the front gate. And then, yeah. I mean, <laughs> ridiculous, right? Right. Although you're skipping over one of our uh, great um, costume moments, and that is that the setup before that, I think, was that they were going to like have sex all afternoon. <laughs> Right. Yes, and then they came. And then the next they time were you wearing see- even fancier outfits than they were before <laughs> that. Like po- post coitus, she's literally got a pantsuit on with a matching ascot. Yeah, she's right. She's got a little scarf and a jacket, and it's yeah, right. She's got the jacket and pants. Again, who has the energy? Then he's inside, right? Who has the time? And then he's in there. The other great part is he's. Inside in his shirt. Right. Several buttons unbuttoned. Sure. Epaulets maybe in that one? <laughs> Possibly. Then he's outside fighting, and then he's wearing a jacket yeah. at some point. Like, he put on a jacket yeah. in the middle of the fight. Or and also, a- he's clearly got shoes because he's running down the street. Yeah, so you were pointing <laughs> out, like, he was sitting around in the house yeah. in shoes. Yeah. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. <laughs> then they... They, the, oh, That's the how the other half lives, uncomfortably. <laughs> I, don't, I can't understand it, right? <laughs> I can't understand. It makes me more sympathetic to the people who wear their like pajamas to the airport to go on a plane trip. <laughs> right. Right, who wear their jammies and bring their teddy bear in there. Right. 
So no, no quarter for them. <laughs> That's right. too far. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, then they go to a car show, which they their mechanic had told them about earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. And this is maybe this is I feel like where it really comes together. Oh for my you. god! This is again the first time I saw this. That car show is where I really <laughs> really sold in for me because they show up at this car show in. Full, like the giant hat. I mean, they're like in um, Meet Me in St. Louis. Right. <laughs> totally. As is every single person at this car show. Right. And they're sitting there with like a full blanket, you know, picnic. <laughs> they had the basket with like the velourish or like the cloth. The wicker basket yeah. with the red cloth interior and all of the silverware and china like held in with the straps and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mental. Yeah. I mean, did they rent those? I mean, you know, after a while with the show, I started thinking, do they rent all this stuff or do they actually have, hey, grab the Judy Garland. <laughs> sure. I could see them having it, maybe. I'm not sure yeah. yet. I don't. I'm not like immersed yeah. enough in it, but like I could see them having it. I, I do too. Other people, yeah. Like the nefarious couples there, and they and they're visiting from London. And their outfits. I mean, hers had like the flower bunches <laughs> in the hat, and like I mean, yeah, banana. <laughs> yeah. Totally over the top, and everybody's got the thing. Like, have you ever been to like a vintage car show? I have not. I'm guessing everybody's in, like, tanks and shorts. Yeah. A lot of scissors to the sleeves. <laughs> right. right. The cars are lovingly cared for, and they are of the right. period, but the person doesn't dress yeah. for the period. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's not like one of those places that you have to dress like a pioneer. Right. For Pioneer Day. Exactly. You go through the it's town. It's like going to Williamsburg. <laughs> Thank you. Right? Right. You're just bringing your car and you're looking at some cars. <laughs> also. Exactly. <laughs> just, okay. Go yeah, on. Go on. No, please. This is what I'm saying. Like, you know, the show a lot of times is like, what are the. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's kind of all you can say, right? <laughs> yeah. That's you're either going to pull the cord or <laughs> right, <laughs> or you're just in. Right, you just got to be in. You're just part of the fantasy. Right, you've got to immerse yourself in that world. Uh, Louisa, yes. There's sort of some kind of like split up where they. Mrs. Hart and the dude try to he tries to talk her into selling the car. Yeah. And then Mrs. Nefarious Louisa tries to persuade Mr. Hart. Yeah. Um entice him. Yeah. She's put it all out there. She does put it all out there. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty hilarious. <laughs> um <laughs> And then they try to, then they're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's try to steal the car again. Right. Right. They try to steal it. And Mr. Hart has, this is a pretty shrewd move, right? He moved, removed the distributor rotor. Right. I'm not sure that's a real part name. <laughs> I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> the writers didn't even look it up. Right. Because <laughs> like, people throw around a couple words. and <laughs> Yeah, right. 
<laughs> manifold uh, something or other. Right? right. Johnson's so, elbow. Right. So the, <laughs> And they, uh, right, Lincoln's <laughs> knee, I pulled that out of there. The, uh, then they, so then the people are like, I don't know why they just gave up, but they did, right? They like tried they to steal get the it car. They couldn't get started. like, okay, they'd give it a few tries. They're like, forget it. Now yeah. let's just flee in our car. Right. After we've been seen trying to steal the car in broad daylight. Right. So they're like, forget it. No right. more stealing the car. They get in their car. And then Mr. Hart runs and replaces this part and then starts up the car. Right. And they go chasing after. This was actually very funny. I mean, I think it was intentionally funny. And yes. it worked. It was I'm, I'm sure it was. The charming, the like slow speed car chase where they literally showed the speedometer and it was 20 miles an hour. That's funny. And to the William Tell Overture. Yes. Super hilarious. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention the other musical cue I loved oh, yeah, so much I was up until that point. Every single time you saw one of the old cars, they old would timey music. the whole like ragtime music yes. and a slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also because otherwise, how else would you know that the cars were old? Right, <laughs> right, exactly. It's great. That was that was gold. <laughs> Then the car chase ensues, which was actually super hilarious. Yeah. And then even more hilariously, and I mean genuinely hilarious, like then they're going uphill and the cars are crawling. So Mr. Hart gets out and runs. His running gait, by the way, is yeah. a whole separate. We're going to have to watch for that in future episodes. Yeah, agreed. If that's his weird running. Because he also did it during the fight thing when he was yeah, running yeah. up to the yeah. gate G. This is a man who's never run in his life. Apparently, right? He has <laughs> yes. someone do that for him. Usually the stunt guy. Yeah. Even on the weekends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he runs after the other car, which is hilarious. Yeah. Because the other car is going like eight miles an hour, right? Right, and right. And he's catching up to it. <laughs> and instead right. of running for two more seconds where he would be like basically in the trunk of the car. Right. He inexplicably dives <laughs> for the car. Drama! Slowing himself down and landing on the cement. At which point, oh, I forgot the other part. At which point, Mrs. Hart blows a tire at that exact moment, right? right. Pulls over on the side of the road. Previously, didn't blow the, a seal. The, the, the couple, the the criminal people, the spy people, yeah, are trying to throw the hearts off their tail during the car chase by throwing bottles of wine or champagne onto the ground in front of their car, like 30 yes. feet in front of the car. <laughs> a bottle. Right. Nobody's thinking anything through. Nobody. The dive is inexplicable. And I feel like then we get they get home and then they decide... Something later, they're like, there's got to be something in the, about the car. Yeah, what? Oh, no, I guess that they took the car into the mechanic because of the wheel. Okay. And so the wallet, yeah, but then why did, again, oh, okay. <laughs> Let's get in, <laughs> get in our white mechanic suits. Max has an off-white That's one true. with the number 77 on the back. Yeah. Which is kind of cool and inexplicable, too. Yeah, yeah. 
That'll be great. part of our merch. And then there's a lime green car in that garage that's like some kind of like, I don't know, like Grand Torino or something. That's right. a pretty sweet looking car. Yeah. And they go in and they, oh, this is where Mrs. Hart does what we think is, you think is an ad lib, <laughs> right? In the dialogue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they disassemble the car. Trying to find out what the secret is. Yeah. Because they think there's something hidden in the car. Right. And they get tired. And Max, why does Max care? Who cares? The car's worthless. Uh, yeah. Like, but Max gets huffy about whether or not Mr. Hart will be able to put the car back together again. It's his right. car. It's clearly worthless. He doesn't want to hear about it. They're getting a little hangry. Right. right? So Max is like, I'll go get some sandwiches. And then Mrs. Hart gives him like a very specific order for sandwich stuff. <laughs> it's it's like it's specific, but then like trails off into like vagueness that makes it feel very like right. either improv or forgot the line. Right. <laughs> get some pastrami or some maybe some sodas and some or some soft drinks and whatever else. Like a totally unnecessary line thrown in there. <laughs> Like, he already said he, he's, like, halfway out the door. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go get some sandwiches. Like, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to get sandwiches. <laughs> he's their butler. That's what he does. Right. That's what I do. She's so controlling. That's what I do. <laughs> and Mr. Hart, like, sort of inexplicably kind of, like, disses Max or what's supposed to be kind of a diss. Where he's like, why don't you get a... Book if it tells us how to put this back together. Like, it's Max's fault that they took the car apart. Right. Bizarre. <laughs> yes. Like, that would make sense if Mr. Hart was going out and Max said that because he's the one who's apparently in a huff about the car not going back together. <laughs> right. Mr. Hart didn't seem to care. Right. So why would he diss Max in that way? Right. I think maybe there's someone just like, <laughs> when they were typing up the script, they gave the wrong person the line. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, then when they come, they, they like they go away to a shot of something. I don't know what it is, but then they come back to the shot, yeah. and Mister Hart has his arm around Missus Hart, and they're just kind of looking. Oh, this is I, I, I jumped ahead. Oh, okay. Then they find this was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> Missus Hart's Greek looking letters? at the parts. Yeah. Right, she's like, wait, this is a Greek letter. It's a delta. <laughs> You mean a triangle, like, engraved in the metal somewhere? Like, that? Like would that be so unusual? Like, if you saw a bunch of weird parts and one of them had a little triangle, you yeah. would be like, that's a Greek letter. <laughs> right. Be like, I don't know, it's some mark on the, you know, right. shapes on metal of stuff. Of course. The other one that, that she does then to sort of further corroborate to support her <laughs> yeah. thesis is a theta. Right. right? A circle. With a line through it, which yeah. also could be any, you know. Yeah, here's where your here's where your Phillips Scrooge goes. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. It's not like she saw like a cursive word or a cursive letter, <laughs> right. you know, R or something. Right. Literally saw a triangle and then saw a circle and was like, "These are Greek letters. This is some kind of like yeah. puzzle." Right. And they go and they assemble this crazy contraption using the parts of the car right. in an unconventional configuration. <laughs> then they go to the shot of them 
So they just like hug like they were at the drive-in or something, right? Looking at the thing. Right. And Mrs. Hart's like, well, just flip on the ignition. Let's see what happens. And then they, he's, they hear some bzzz. The car that would never start right now like makes a sound. Yeah. Then they basically determine that this thing's like a ham radio or shortwave radio. <laughs> and, and again, as I said. And she says that the airports, they pick up some airports on. She's like, that's 25 miles away yeah. as the crow flies. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, they got first some the hospital PA, and then they got the airport. And in yes. both cases, again, a thousand times clearer than the WebEx <laughs> conference I was on today in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's how good this spy technology was. <laughs> yeah. It was clearer than the PA system in the hospital. Yeah, right. <laughs> Remarkable fidelity, I agree. Right. Remarkable. The Russians. Then the CIA guy comes in from the, from the seafoam green van. Which we didn't know he was We didn't know he was CIA, CIA until, until that then. moment. Yes. We just thought he was like a <laughs> B-movie James Caan, right? He comes in and explains to them... How he's in, basically that he's in the CIA. Yeah. Then says, now I'll go back outside and tell my superiors that this is happening. Yeah. By the way, he was, I mean, there were some shots of him watching them in the window. Right. Like at no point during that, his <laughs> mind through the window, he's like, oh, better, you know, get the rest of the team. <laughs> I'll wait till after I've talked to them. Right. After I've explained my whole situation. Right. Scoops. He goes style. back to the van. Yeah. Uh, whatever his name is, and Louisa mm-hmm. kill him. Yeah. Yeah, they suddenly show up now. Right. Now they're there. For whatever reason. Like, why? Right. And then they come in, still with no Russian accent. Yeah. But a her, very- best, her best British accent of the episode, I think. For sure. And he had a very comfortable sweater on. He did. <laughs> he did. He had that sort of, like, shawl collar. Yeah. Big, like, like, thick knit. Yeah. Which is an interesting... black turtleneck. It was an interesting choice. (laughs) Totally, yes. Crazy, right? Yeah. For the the scene in which you're going to, like, bring your gun and confront the other people and try to, like, do whatever. Well, you know, the last we saw him was all duded up in the Meet Me in St. Louis outfit. So maybe he really wanted to go to the other end of the spectrum and... Get me I've been co- cooped up in a suit all day. Like, I gotta... <laughs> Give me the Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I gotta unwind here. Yeah. Sweater. So then... <laughs> he brings out the gun. Yeah. Wait, what happens then? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what's the... Oh. Like, what, what are you gonna do? Like, what is that... You're gonna... Because you can't move the car. The car's disassembled. Yeah. I guess they have to retrieve the technology, and if they bump off the hearts, they'll be able to somehow... They'll put it back together or whatever. I mean, and, frankly, if they're part of a spy operation, just don't. Is it just the two of them? I mean, right. don't they have other people that could well, show remember, up? They have a limited budget, and <laughs> so they probably couldn't afford the plane tickets to fly everybody to Los Angeles. <laughs> I mean, if they were to just take the car, the hearts can't do anything about it. <laughs> I mean, like but again, they try. <laughs> So the, but then here, 
when he take, pulls the gun and Jonathan <laughs> pulls the first punch. Yeah, how did they do that? How did the guy has the gun pointing to him. Like, what did they do to like distract? Because didn't Mrs. Hart or one of them hand something to the other one? And like, I can't remember. As they were moving away, I don't understand. I was somehow this guy was unable to shoot either of them, and then they just get into like a. They all get into a brawl, right? But the best. <laughs> I don't remember exactly how it happened because I was so awestruck by the full-on shot of Mr. Hart's face being double. not Mr. Yeah, Hart. Right. I mean, like, it is a straight-on yeah, <laughs> shot of the, of, the of the stunt guy. You're right. It's a great point. <laughs> Which is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. By the yeah. way, there was no real stunt there. Like, why did you need a stunt double to, like, get pushed onto the hood? Like, okay. It's in his contract to have a certain amount of shots. Exactly, right. And then Mrs. Hart... Uh, uh, spray some water in Louise's face, rendering down. her wicked witch of the west. She's yeah. down for the count. She's yeah, that's melting. It. That's She's, it. Yeah. Spray a little water in her face, and it's over. Never seen again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> First, you see her like, you know, like trying to get it out of her face, right. and then yeah, that's it. She's she's done for. <laughs> she's, she's clocked out. Yeah. Of the. <laughs> Of the shooting for the day. That's it. She's yeah. like, I- I'm done here. <laughs> right? She's got like a, a thing with her contract, right? Where she does. She's like, got a writer that she can't be seen with mascara going down her right. face. Right. Yeah. Seven o'clock. She's like, she just walks <laughs> off. I don't care if it's mid shot. <laughs> I'm out. I go back to my trailer. That's it. Right. So then a few more shots of the stunt double's face, <laughs> very clearly. <laughs> And then that's then, over. Well, Wait. Then my favorite part yeah. of the fight scene. <laughs> yes. Mr. Hart is sort of like not totally compromised position, but kind of half pinned down on the yeah. hood of a car. This is great. By the bad guy. Yeah. This and is they're great. kind of struggling, but Mr. Hart's kind of got one hand free. And there's the, the, he's not in peril. The guy doesn't have a knife. The guy doesn't have his gun yeah. anymore. In fact, Mrs. Hart has the gun. Yeah. She's standing ten feet away. The the Louisa is disabled by the is right is totally out of the yeah. picture. Yeah. Um because of the water in her face. <laughs> right. So Mrs. Hart unfettered. Yes. Holding a gun. Right. Doesn't tell the guy back off I've got the gun. Doesn't right. shoot him, whatever. Says Jonathan. <laughs> And then throws the gun toward him. <laughs> right. Because apparently she couldn't just take the shot. Yeah. Like, he who's in the middle of a wrestling match is now needs to catch the gun <laughs> and use it to then ward off this guy. See? How much moxie does she have now? <laughs> well, she doesn't have a very good throwing arm. That's for sure, because it hits it the grill. clanks off the grill. Which I actually like. It would have been terrible if he caught it. Right? Are you kidding me? I would have loved it if yeah. he caught it. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my god, I would love that's that's dreamy. It's a good point. You might, <laughs> now you might have me, but I might be back in. It's a preposterous move on her part. Yes. So why not up it? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. Then what happens? Is he then successfully just somehow fight him off anyway? Because yeah, he doesn't have the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, not, he punches him out. Okay. Again, one of my favorite yeah. favorite TV and movie things ever. Yeah. The one punch and a guy is knocked out. Yeah, he's gone. It's. I mean, 
the water in the face knocking you out is better than that because that is the most like right. I mean, professional boxers hit people in the head and they don't they don't get knocked out. Right. But these people, yeah, one glancing blow, mm-hmm. it's it's over. They might That's as right. well be dead. That's right. <laughs> and then they embrace, and and then uh, the freeze frame. There's a free right, but then there's the epilogue, right? Yes. Then we right, open so the up on the epilogue. Freeze frame. Is that the freeze frame right there? That's yeah. it. Because so we don't know. Because you, like, you said, wait, is that it? Oh, that's right. I did. Yes. Because <laughs> I didn't understand. You needed what, closure. Well, yeah. Well, and there was like what? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> did Did Max bring back sandwiches? We don't know. We don't. Oh yeah, great. Great point. It would have been great if Max had walked in with the sandwiches like, and they used like the yeah. pickle or something to like make the person uh, slip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or threw a sandwich in the face. Right. The uh, answer right in the mouth. So then the epilogue is basically Mr. Hart's just kind of like Mrs. Hart was in bed doing the typewriter thing. Yeah. He's in bed. Reading the paper. Reading the paper. Yeah. Shirtless. Shirtless. God bless. <laughs> And then Mrs. Hart comes in with a giant box singing happy birthdays like it's not my birthday. And this didn't really make sense to me either. So she buys, basically bought a fur coat for herself Yeah, that she sort of pretends to give to him for no... Yeah. It doesn't really make... Because she feels that he bought the car for himself and he bought, you know... I see. So she was like, this was payback. Which I, as I was watching that scene unfold, mm-hmm. I was thinking, all right, the premise is these people have... An insane amount of money. Right. What's with the caring so much about the presents? I mean, like every other day they're buying shit. Right. Right. <laughs> like, like, wouldn't you want the birthday present to be something that isn't just like going out and buying something? You would think. You know? An experience. Isn't that really what it's about? Exactly. <laughs> Write a sonnet. Bitches love sonnets. That line is also going to go on our merch. <laughs> so, <coughs> get your so. <laughs> uh, there was <laughs> you doing okay over there? <laughs> I'm just gonna take a sip of water. edit this out right (laughs) I was trying to get I was just trying to work wetting my beak in there somehow (laughs) but it wasn't coming together speaking of which yes the (laughs) the very end ends with like a spicy comment right big time Mrs. Hearts is something about you're doing it to me again yes Right? And he says, I like to get my beak wet. (laughs) (laughs) As the crow flies, baby. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, you're doing it to me again. And he says, that's all I think about doing or something like that. Exactly. That was the second time in the episode that you and I went, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, especially for 1979 or whatever primetime TV, that seems pretty spicy. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) Great episode. Yeah. Um, 
death in the slow lane. <laughs> Surely make you lose your mind. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now I'm going to have to do some kind of audio palate cleansing to get rid of that song from my, <laughs> out of my head. Um, so, so uh, we will be back soonish. Yeah. With another episode. Uh, I looked when when we were scrolling through to decide what to watch this yeah. time. I think we were, it was a good choice to go with your sort of origin story, your point of entry, if yes. you will. Yes. Um, where you first wet your beak on this, but uh, there were there were some pretty funny descriptions of some of the other for ones. sure, for sure. Now you get to pick the next one. I, I feel like okay. at this point, I mean, just based on the haunted house one last week. Our last episode, um, I almost feel like it, maybe I need to see ones that I haven't seen before. Because when you come in fresh sure. to this nonsense, right. it's, yes. it's powerful. Right, exactly. As good as this one is, it didn't have the, quite the... Because you had seen it twice yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. I had kind of seen it once yeah. before when we were testing out this idea. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't as... <laughs> Shocking to me. I think I right. think we want to get it when the when the shock is fresh. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would agree. That initial impact. We yeah. want that. Yeah, we want that. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I think we have some other. We have some merch ideas. We have some guest ideas. Yeah. We got some other um, related uh, some projects media and... right projects that we can work on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wacky. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, I Indeed. look forward to our next heart to heart, heart to heart. <laughs> Me as well. Okay. It's time to count the carrots. Oh, nice, nice callback. That's terrific. Thank you. Nice All right, let's go get our beaks wet. <laughs>